beautiful. Um, one thing that I hope those that are listening, those of you that are listening in Biblos, yeah. uh, tell your friends this, send this to your friends because they need to hear this. If Pentecost would grab this, if young men, if young women would allow themselves to speak into their communities um, and just say, look, I am here. I felt, can I pray with you? I just felt something. They, they, things would explode in their life. The, Absolutely. The gifts of the Spirit would begin to operate in their life as the unction of the Holy Ghost moved on them. You know, I have, um, uh, like, I think, I don't know if I've said this already. I may have said it earlier. I preached a youth camp last week, and I had, I mean, I, I have this happen all the time, but specifically I have it this last week. I was preaching a youth camp in Virginia, and I had this young man come up to me, and, uh, man, his burden was real. I mean, he had tears in his eyes. And he said, Brother Fish, he said, I feel a call to be an evangelist. And uh, truthfully, I love it because, man, we need, we need more and more young, young preachers. We need more and more young men. Um, and my first question was to him was, man, that's unbelievable. Um, how many how many Bible studies are you teaching? Are you teaching any Bible studies wow, now? Wow, wow. And why do I go back to that? Because that's where I, that's where it really yeah. all started for me. And I mean, and this is the beauty is, is it wasn't a phase of I taught Bible studies and I worked altars and then now I preached. You're no, still, no, 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 you're no. still doing it. It is. I mean, it, it works. It works together so greatly. So, Back to the original question: When do I feel called to <laughs> to evangelize? You know, to to be an evangelist. How do I know I was called to be evangelist? Well, you know, when I dove into ministry, God started just creating something in me. And uh, now, I mean, to tell you the exact day or moment, I can't tell you when I just opened my eyes and knew I am going to be the best evangelist and win as many souls as I can. Yeah. You know, um, because it, it started so early, it was just kind of seamless, yeah. you know. Um, but truthfully, I mean, um, if, if you feel a call to the ministry, I would challenge you to jump into ministry. I <laughs> 100%. If, I mean, make up your mind, I'm going to be a minister before I preach, you know. Billy Cole said that. He said, if you ever give a man a pulpit before you lead him to a soul, he'll always seek the pulpit. But if you will lead him to the soul before the pulpit, he will always seek the soul. Oh, goodness. That, that's so good. And, um, I mean, it's dangerous. Uh, it, it is dangerous. There, I, there are some out there that, you know, they're incredible preachers, but they wouldn't know where to, yeah. start with a Bible study and um, I and people say where, where do I start well it's very simple I I just ask those one of the most uncomfortable questions that you can ever ask is can I pray for you yeah in a public place outside of a church but when you feel it you got to understand that I mean there is a God moment waiting behind that there yeah. is a there's a God moment that's that one one of the most uncomfortable questions that you can ask somebody for the first time is, um, you know, when you run into somebody in Walmart or, or, 
you run somebody at the park or, or whatever you're doing, you're at work. Um, one of the most uncomfortable questions that you can ask somebody is say, Hey man, um, you think we could, um, you, you know, I got a, I've got a, a new 30 minute Bible study. Maybe I've never even taught it before. I've got a new 30 minute home Bible study that I think is really good. And man, I would love to just sit down with you, you know, for 30 minutes and I'll go grab a bucket of chicken or some burgers yeah. or something and sit down and we'll open the word and let it speak. Just to like us. that. Just like that. Exactly. And it's one of the, the most, it's one of the hardest things to get yourself to do it. But I'm going to tell you, the more you ask it, the easier it gets. And yeah. that's how you get a Bible study. People, I have people come up to me all the time. And they say, Brother Fish, I really need help at teaching Bible studies. Can you give me some tips on teaching Bible studies? And I ask them, I say, well, are you teaching Bible studies right now? No. Yeah. Well, I need some tips. Well, no. Really what you need is a student. That's what you need. You don't need tips on teaching a Bible study because in 2023, it's never been easier. Yeah. There's, there's Bible studies that I've written, uh, you know, one week, first time, 12 week, yep. sit you, as many weeks as you want them, but you just got to get past the nerves and go for it. You yeah. just got to get past the nerves and go for that. People are looking for connection. Absolutely. In this disconnected world, more than ever before, they're looking for connection. So, I got a little inspiration that just hit me. This would help people right here, what I'm about to ask you. If you were going to tell somebody how you pray with someone in the altar to receive the Holy Ghost, and I heard you do, I heard you, you did it Sunday morning. You got up in front of our church and you prepared them and walked them through what would be necessary to receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. This can happen on a street corner. This can happen at an altar. This can happen in a Bible study. A lot of people get locked into the Bible study and they're so intent on giving the word, they miss the God moment where like as Peter yet spake the word, the Holy Ghost fell. You know, God can interrupt a Bible study and fill somebody with the Holy Ghost right Absolutely. as you're teaching them. So if you're a young man, a young lady that's going to teach a Bible study to somebody and you were going to say, here's how I would encourage someone to open themselves up to receive the Holy Ghost or at, at the altar when, okay, I'm at my church and I want to help some, I want to pray with someone to receive the Holy ghost. What would you tell them as an evangelist? Well, <laughs> let me say this first. I, um, it was about, about two months ago. My Pat, uh, my pastor's wife called me and said, Taylor, we've got so many visitors coming. We're wanting to help equip the people. I want you to, you know, we, we're wanting you to come and, I was scheduled to preach on a Sunday morning at my home church, and they said, before service, we're going to do a special session on how to help people receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost. So I, you know, I probably wouldn't have done it if it, if it done it this way, uh, unless it was my pastor's wife pressuring me. Yeah, yeah. I sat down, man, and I typed it out word for word, exactly what I would say in a, and I, what I did is I taught it, and then after I taught it, really it went so well, and so many it, people were so receptive to it. I, um, I got with Tesla Kifle at All Things Bible Study, yeah, and which is he's unbelievable. Mm -hmm. And what we did is I sent him all the notes to it, and he put a little booklet together, and it's available. Literally, you go to my Instagram and. Click can the, they purchase it? Absolutely. Okay, tell them where they can purchase it. You this. can go to my Instagram bio, click the click the link there, 
And this is can, Taylor Fish, Instagram Taylor Fish. Absolutely. And then you can click the link and um, download a PDF or ebook straight to your phone okay. on how to do it. I've, did, I've got a Bible study there as well, a good first-time Bible study. But saying all of that, if you're saying, if, if I'm praying someone with someone in the altar for the mm-hmm. first time, mm-hmm. what am I going to say to them? Yeah, here's a guy, you, he, he, maybe he smells like cigarettes, maybe he's there, his head's down. You can tell that he's just bound in his spirit. You're next to him. You feel it. What do you do? Man, you know, the first thing I'm going to say is uh, I'm going to walk up to him and say, hey, hey, bro, I, I really feel that God wants to touch you today. Would it be all right if I pray with you? And um, they're not going to say no. Mm-hmm. Nine, I mean, 99%. 99 times yep. out of 100. Um, and a- after that, I after I asked if I could pray for them, the next thing that the next thing that I would do is I would lead them through repentance. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I really and I believe this is important, and I actually say this in the booklet. Whenever you're talking with someone on an altar, leading someone through how to receive the Holy Ghost, you're giving explanations in 15 seconds or less. Yeah. So you say, "Hey, I want to pray with you." What does that prayer look like? That initial first touch prayer before you get to repentance. What does that look like? Well, first of all, we're just uh, typically I'm going to be. They may not even be praying, you know, and I'm praying this. Lord, I'm asking you to. I'm asking you to touch Mike today. Lord, yep. move on, Mike. God, I know that I feel that you're wanting to do something in his life. I can feel that stirring. I can feel your presence, God. I feel it all over. I feel it all over my body because I know that's what he feels, right? Yep. <laughs> so I'm yep. trying to relate there, God. I I, I feel it all over me. Um, God, I, I open myself up to it. I res- we're, we're responding to you here today. I know that you're wanting to bring them out. I know you're wanting to touch. I know that no addiction's too big. I know that, you know, you said he smells like cigarettes. So, mm-hmm. you know, there. I know there's no addiction that's too big. I know there's no problem that's too deep. I know that you want to bring them out. And then, quickly, I'll say, you know what, Mike? We, I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're about to repent together. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't. I don't give an option. I just say, this is what we're going to do. We're yep. going to do this together. Yep. And when you, it's one thing to tell them, this is what you're going to do. But when you say, we're going to do this together, yep. you know, yep. um, I give an explanation 15 seconds or less, and I'm going to tell them, all right, this is what we're going to do. We're going to empty ourselves out with our words, every sin that's in our life, that God, that's not pleasing to the Lord. We're going to pour it out at his feet. And then what we're going to do is we're going to make a commitment to turn from it. Let's do that together. Mm-hmm. Just very quick, 15, 20 seconds. And man, we'll start praying. And typically at that point, there there may be tears. There may not be tears. I mean, it depends on who you're dealing with. Yep. Um, there may be some people that do need a Bible study outside of that yep. altar. I mean, they're going to need a Bible study anyway. But but that I'm, there's your walking in the Spirit. You're feeling it. Absolutely. Spirit. How are they responding? How's this, how's this moving? Absolutely. You're... And I'm very much, you know, I want to see is is God moving on them? Do do you see their lips quivering? Do you see tears falling? You got to be, I mean, I'm not just walking up shampooing somebody's head, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. and I've seen it, man. I've seen people shampoo people's head, and all of a sudden they lift their hands and they're like, "Yeah, what? In the world? Oh, I just, I just got got, you know." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I have found, and I'm sure you found this to be true, many times you'll see the Holy Ghost manifest on their body before you even hear it coming out of their mouth. And what I mean by that is 
I've seen it many times. I've seen, I've seen a tear. I've seen their lips begin to move. Oftentimes, it can be as subtle as their brow furrows. Or I've seen their hands start to shake. Yeah, yeah something. Yeah, there's a manifestation of some kind. A lip starts quivering. I mean, just like a split second yep. of lips quivering. And or you something. can feel it. You yeah, can abs- feel it. You can see it. Absolutely. And at that point, I am praying what they should be praying. You know, I think that's so important. So like you're modeling. That. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I'm repenting. I'm, you know, Lord, I'm making this commitment today. Lord, this is not just a, a, a this is not just me crying out in prayer, but this is me making commitment. Lord, I'm turning from this sin. God, I'm turning from, I'm not going to do the things that I used to do. And I'm being as simple as I can. Man, I, I think simplifying the gospel and simplifying working in the altar and simplifying your Bible study, that's the best thing that we can do. I yeah. mean, um, yeah, yeah, you can preach deep, but how simple can you preach? You know, mm-hmm. yeah, you can, man, you can really, you can really bring it, you know, to a conference, but can you bring it to a sinner? You know, one person. Absolutely. And then, man, after that, I will, uh, once, you know, once you've repented with them and, and I think it's important to explain the difference between, you know, asking for forgiveness and repentance, asking for forgiveness is Lord, I'm sorry, or confessing, Lord, this is what I did, but repented to saying, God, I'm not doing it tomorrow. Yeah. You know, so after you make that commitment that, all right, the next thing we're going to do is, uh, you know, that just like in the book of Acts, the, the Holy Ghost fell in the upper room. They begin to speak with tongues. Why'd God choose the tongue? It's the most unruly part of the body. When you receive the Holy Ghost, you will speak in tongues just like they did in the book of Acts. Mm. Okay. We're going to lift up our hands here. We're going to begin to praise him. We're going to begin to worship him. We're going to ask God one time to fill us with the Holy Ghost. And then we're going to begin to praise him till he does it. Mm. And we do it, you know. And um, That's that simple. Absolutely. And when, when I start, and, you know, there's a lot of people that do that. But I think what's next is the most important part. Um, there's only a few. Uh, when, when you're praying with someone and, you know, they're pressing. And I'm telling you, I've done it this way and seen people receive the Holy Ghost in three seconds. Mm-hmm. I'm serious. I mean, when someone's fully repentant and, you know, they are seeking and they're focused on God. I've seen someone receive the Holy Ghost in, in three to five seconds, just boom. I mean, to the point where people around were like, yeah. like it was that easy, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, and, and the truth is you or I cannot give anyone the Holy Ghost, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Um, but we can help prepare them to receive it. And, I think that's one thing that uh, maybe some of us need work with is that, I mean, if you can prepare a soul to receive it, if you can convince them that they can receive it and you can, you know, tell them how to respond and, you know, and he inhabits the praises of his people, he's enthroned on the praises of Israel. When you praise, something's going to happen. You're going to feel it on your body. Your your body may even reject it at the first at the first moment. Well, that's okay because it's not it's not natural. It's supernatural, yep. you know. Yep. And I will stop people, you know, in that initial moment. They're seeking God and they're praying. If I see there's a little lull, you know, a lot of times what happens when that lull comes, someone people let go and they walk away, mm-hmm. you know. But I don't do that because 
you're right there on the oh, cusp of giving goodness, birth. Oh my goodness, you're there. Yeah, God's doing something. And there's only a few reasons why someone can't receive the Holy Ghost. And we've got to be aware of those reasons. This is big right here. As what you're saying is very big. We've got to be aware of those reasons why someone can't receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost. And first of all, it's a promise. So, um, I mean, the devil is not, the devil can't stop anybody from receiving the Holy Ghost because the devil can't give or take away, you know. Mm -hmm. So the only reason someone, uh, the, there, there are these reasons someone can't receive the Holy Ghost. The first reason would be a lack of repentance. Okay, maybe there's times that I see someone, there's a lull, and I stop them, and I talk, and I'll, I'll just talk to them. I'll get them to look at me. And pe I mean, I've had people look at me like, man, what in the world are you doing? This person was, was lifting their hands. Well, they were, but they were stuck, you mm -hmm. know. I've got to be willing to ask questions and communicate in 15 seconds or less to get back to responding again, yep. you know. Yep. And I've asked people, hey, man, you know, um, what, what's going on here, you know. Did I see that um, maybe you're, you're struggling praying. Do you have a reason why not? And I've seen him look at me and say, well, I just, you know, I, I, I think I need to ask God to forgive me of them cigarettes. Mm -hmm. And I need to turn from them cigarettes. Mm -hmm. Well, we just repented, yeah. you know. But yeah. evidently there was a reservation somewhere. Yeah. You know. And Something held back. Absolutely. Or I, Man, I've had, and that's just an example, but I've had people say all kinds of stuff. I've asked, why do you think that, you know, you're having a hard time right now receiving the Holy Ghost? And I've had people tell me the exact reason why. So the, these are the reasons. Wow. First, lack of repentance, a lack of faith. Man, if somebody lift up their hands and they're like, you know what, I've sought, I've sought for this a hundred times. I'm not getting it today. But you know what, Look, we're just going to try. You know, you're not going to get it. Yeah, you know? yeah. You know, without faith, it's impossible to please him. Yep. He that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he's a rewarder of them that dil diligently seek him. It's not good enough to just believe that he is, but you got to believe that he's going to reward when you seek. Yep. You know, you've got to believe that when you open your mouth and you cry out to the Lord, that that reward, that promise, that Holy Ghost is coming. So um, there's time, I mean, and I say some crazy things and my wife laughs at me sometimes, but... I've I've learned that if I can explain it to a little kid, <laughs> yeah. If I can explain it to a little kid, I can explain it to anybody. I'll use that same stuff. I yep. I, I told I told this I mean uh, this teenager at the uh, youth camp last week. You seen for the Holy Ghost? I said I said you've got to. I said just like when you go through, uh, just like when you go through McDonald's and you order that double cheeseburger. <laughs> You know it's waiting for you at the window. Yeah. You don't have one doubt whether it's going to be there. That's so good. You know, that's so lift good. up your hands, and when you ask for the Holy Ghost, you know it's coming. Bro, I'm telling you, in like 10 seconds, he received the baptism of so the Holy Ghost. That is so good. You that know? is such a good I, I told I've told little kids, you know, you know when, when you, your mom goes to the bank and they put, you know, she makes the deposit, you know that that sucker is going to come back yeah. down that tube. Yeah. I told him picture that tube over your head the holy ghost coming i'm telling you man i have seen people receive the holy but our job is to simplify this man yeah you know so people that are coming to god and they they've kind of given up they, they they're kind of resigned well I, I really in their heart they really don't think i'm gonna get the holy ghost tonight what they're doing is they're coming to the drive-thru they're saying i want a cheeseburger and a fry and a coke 
and they're just going through the window and driving off. Absolutely. That's what they're doing. Absolutely. It's that simple. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and this is, this is all about simplifying it to people that either one, I mean, have sought for it for years and it was just over their head, yeah. you know, or someone that's brand new and knows nothing. I mean, everybody can, ex- can understand going to the drive through, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so good. The third, the third reason that uh, I would say someone cannot receive the Holy ghost is a lack of focus. So a lack of repentance, a lack of faith, a lack of focus. Um, I have seen people, you know, they're, I mean, the church is singing how great is our God, right? And they're praying, and in between they're praying, they're, you know, they're kind of reciting the song, you know? Or they're doing more listening to the people around them um, than they are praying and crying out. And sometimes that's, that's our fault because... I see very often people preaching messages in people's ear that are seeking for the Holy Ghost. Like, what are we doing? Don't don't do it that way. I what, mean, what about shaking them and oh my goodness, giving them a massage? Well, and- I've seen them. Yeah, well, the beauty is is <laughs> he's the comforter, not us. <laughs> That's the, he, We're gonna shake him in the. He kingdom. is the comforter, you know. Um, but anyway, I, I've seen people, and we can we contribute to the lack of focus at times. Yeah. I'm I'm very much trying to stay on track whenever they're seeking for the Holy Ghost, whenever they're saying hallelujah, whenever they're praising God, I'm saying hallelujah and I'm praising God. Yeah. Um so a lack of focus and the last uh reason I would say someone would have trouble receiving the Holy Ghost is a lack of response. I've seen people that would not open their mouth and God's not I mean God can't fill fill someone with the Holy Ghost. Um, with a closed mouth, you know, he's got to use that tongue, yep, you know, yep. and um, I've, I mean, I've tell, told people, you have got to open your mouth if mm-hmm. you're going to receive the Holy Ghost, you know, project, yep. lift your voice. And I'll tell them, you know, hey, bro, n- nobody's listening to you. This is between you and God. I don't even care what you say. We're here. Uh, you know, we're here to help see you feel with the Holy Ghost, mm-hmm. you know, so getting them to getting them them to project uh, is man is such a a big deal and we've got to be willing to stop someone if we see any of these things like you know their posture seeking for the holy Spirit. yeah i'm not you're not going to receive it you can tell them yeah there's no faith there yeah you know faith is reaching faith you know the hands are up that you know and you're reading that absolutely absolutely there's your experience right there you're looking at it. You're seeing it. You're like, Mm-mm, I know what this is. Focus. What What is focus? They're, you know, they're kind of praying. Maybe they're picking up words that different people are saying, but it's kind of, you know. Yeah. You know, they're different. You, the more you do it, the better you will get. Uh, or that a lot of times when there's a lack of repentance, maybe they're doing everything right. That the, the faith is right. The focus is right. The response is right. But you stop and say, hey, um, we're just going to, you know, we're going to repent one more time. And I'm telling you, I've seen all of a sudden they start making commitments and they just break, mm. you know. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, you can do one of two things. Either you're willing to stay there with someone and, and see that or you, you're you on to the next one and they, they don't get it, you know. Yeah. So, and I, and again, I, I, there are times where where people 
have to, you know, they need Bible studies. I'll tell this one story. I mean, I know we've gone on a while. Right oh, now. we're good, man. But we're, I was, I was at this church, man. I, I will never forget this. I was at this church, and they had this guy. Um, he was towards the back, and I'm telling you, every preacher in the church had prayed for him. Every anointed man and woman of God had prayed for him. I mean, it was to the point that you know you're looking back there, and I had been praying with different people in the in the church. But I had not prayed with that guy. And it was to the point where <laughs> he's got a person on each side holding him up. Like, <laughs> he's going limp, right? Like, <laughs> he is going limp. He's got someone under this arm, yeah. someone under this arm. His legs are just, like, dangling, turning <laughs> in. He has, been, he has been shampooed. His hair is a mess. Yeah. He has sweated out through his clothes. Yeah. And someone comes up to me, and they go, they go, brother fish. They said, you've got to come pray for me. He's so close. He is right there to receive in the Holy Ghost. I said, all right. I went back there and I went to pray for him. And man, I could tell, man, this guy, he just looked like he's been beat with a baseball bat. He yeah. is just <laughs> out. Well, I get in his ear. I said, hey, man, have you repented yet? And he looked at me and said, what's that? <laughs> I'm talking 45 minutes to an hour. Just wore that old I led out. him through repentance, and he received the Holy Ghost in about 15 seconds after that. Wow. So that was wow. one, of the, wow. one of the kickers that just kind of, you know, it, it taught me, don't be afraid to ask questions. Don't yeah. be afraid to interact. Hey, with man, these. have you repented yet? <laughs> that is so good. What is that? You know, I and, love it. I, and a lot of times, you know, when I'm in, when I'm church in church and preaching on Sundays, um, really like I did here Sunday, I try to push, you know, we're all going to repent together. We're yeah. all going to respond together. And by doing that, here's a just a tip for the evangelist. By doing that, you kind of eliminate having to go back through that. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe there may be a couple, but you kind of do that at large. We're all doing this together. Yeah. Everybody on the platform, we're going to repent. Every visitor, yeah, we're going to repent. the ground. A absolutely. Um, so anyway, um, that's, I, I guess those four things would, would be to me, um, such key in praying people through to the baptism of the Holy ghost. Well, that will be a tool for evangelists. It'll be a tool for saints and churches that have a burden for souls. So thank you for sharing that with us.